Vanessa is the creator and executive producer of Stan's original series, Eden. This eight-part original drama, which follows the disappearance of a young woman, triggers a devastating chain of events which lays bare the dark, hidden heart of paradise. And it is currently streaming right now on Stan. Thank you so much for talking to Film Festival Guide. Firstly, congratulations on Eden. Um, it's an Hi. amazing show. I've seen it. It's super amazing. Thank I you. wanted to start out by asking how it all came about. Yeah, sure. So um, it came about in kind of, it was a great, uh, it was a great thing actually. So I had, I was just in the process of, of writing a pilot. I'd written a pilot actually for, um, as part of the Gender Matters Smart for a Girl initiative, uh, which was with Imogen Banks and Endemol Shine. And so I'd written this pilot um, already, which was kind of being, being pitched and shopped around. And meanwhile, I got an email from Mike Jones, who works at Every Cloud, but who actually used to teach me at afters in film school. And um, yeah, the email just said, hey, we're looking for a head writer for a new series, can't tell you anymore, but um, would you be willing to submit a writing sample and, you know, just kind of be in the, be in the pool that, that we, we're going to pick from. So yeah, I sent, um, I sent part of that script that I'd written for the Gender Matters program and they said, oh, we like that. Um, can we see your other scripts for your, you know, short films and feature and, you know, can we see your short films? And then eventually they <laughs> selected me um, and I went and, well, first I had to go and meet with Brian, well, virtually meet Brian Elsley over Zoom. He's in the UK. Um, he, Brian Elsley is the EP in the UK. Uh, he created Skins with his son. So, you know, he's had a lot of experience making TV and, um, yeah, it was, it, it was, he, he and I chatted and we got along really well and we just, I don't know. And even from the start, we just kind of felt like we had a simpatico there and both felt like it would be exciting to do something new and different um, in terms of kind of what we see on Aussie TV and what we kind of seeing on TV in general. Um, and he just sort of got me, got me working. He was like, let's just start talking character. Let's start talking scenarios. Let's start seeing what happens when we, you know, put these characters that you're pitching me into, into a town and, you know, what happens when we make them intersect in unusual ways. And we kind of just started to build this world from there. And it was a really, really nice creative process actually, because I think, you know, oftentimes like in my other show, it was a, it's a high concept show with a, you know, kind of a big high concept conceit. Um, so you kind of start from a plot down perspective, I suppose, with that kind of show where it begins with a, you know, hooky tagline and then you go from there. This was more like, okay, let's just start with some characters and let's kind of see what bubbles up and, you know, go from that character up perspective. And so it was really fun to work that way. And it's been kind of nice doing both and, and figuring out kind of which way um, I personally like better and, you know, I think obviously it's optimal if you can kind of do both because you don't want to just dither around in characters without story. Um, so you kind of need both to happen. But it is really nice to start from that place, that organic place of character and, and to go from there if you can. I really love that. And I love the idea of you talking about the collaboration that you have with Afters Tutors. As an Afters student myself, I can sort of speak to the idea of how important that is. How do you 
how do you find that collaborator? How do you sort of connect with, you know, the tutors outside of class? Yeah, I mean, I think when you're an after student, everyone seems so much more senior than you. And, it, you know, you're being taught by people, you're being marked by people, you know. Um, you know, I actually remember Ma um, Mike Jones didn't give me a very good mark for the one thing that he, like, <laughs> um, taught me. So I was like, oh, Mike Jones, I don't think he likes me. <laughs> gave me he gave me like a mediocre mark or something and I was like oh I don't think he likes me but you know obviously I think I think you know along the way if you just um yeah say hi to your tutors and I think they are actually you forget that they're looking at you not just as a student but as a you know as a creative and a potential creative for the future and they really they really are nurturing your talent and, and looking looking at you and watching you in that way and yeah, so all those years later when I got an email from him, it was really, really nice. And he's just been so supportive. He's been lovely. And there are other other teachers as well from afters who I still keep in contact with. And, you know, Nell Greenwood was my teacher in, um, back when I did my master's. And now she's the CEO of the whole school. But she was just the best writing teacher. A big shout out to Nell. She, honestly, I've never had a, a better teacher, I don't think, in terms of just someone who managed to bring out the best in students. And it wasn't just me, I think it was all of us in that writing class benefited a great deal from her approach. Um, and, you know, I think I still take some of those lessons with me. So, yeah, I mean, art film schools, people are, people sometimes um and are about whether it's something you actually need to do. And totally, I wouldn't say you'd have to do it, but, and I think everyone's experience is different, but I definitely had, um, a really good experience and one of the main reasons was the contacts I made and a lot of the people who are producers for me now and people who are my you know good friends in the industry um, were in my cohort at after so it was a really good place to begin for me. Um, I wanted to ask you about you know any advice for any students or anybody that's wanting to pitch for something like Stan you know what is your advice to someone who's sort of been through this process and done this? Um, I guess with pitching uh, pitching's hard and I, you know, I don't particularly like pitching. It stresses me out, <laughs> but it's something we all have to do. And it's something you do have to kind of work on as a, as a skill. Um, same way as you kind of have to work on those awful, I mean, maybe some people like doing them, but I personally hate doing the, you know, synopsis and the log line and the long synopsis and the blah, like, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those necessary things that goes alongside the script that you've written. Um, and so, yeah, over the years, I think I've received a lot of good advice. I've also listened to podcasts about advice. And I think one of the main through lines um, and something I've experienced myself is that it, you really do need to do the work of preparation. Um, you kind of just, just need to memorize at least a few key top line ideas and concepts and, you know, just know exactly those, those have clear a clear idea in your head of what you're going to say when, when, when called upon to talk about theme or when someone says, so what's it about? Um, you know, just memorize that bit at least. Um, and then just really internalize your story. I mean, there's all different kinds of pitches and, you know, if you're going into a general meeting, you know, if you're just introducing yourself at Stan or somewhere like that, then they're not going to want to hear your entire season, but then there's other sort of situations where you will have to pitch an entire series verbally and that's hard and I, I must say it's not it's not a skill that I've nailed myself yet I, I still really rely on paper um, and reading off a of paper for that and but I think I think in an ideal world you just have it so kind of internalized that you have the confidence to just know that you're gonna you don't need that piece of paper and it, 
because that story is in you and you know what happens and you're going to be able to kind of just, um, yeah, trust yourself to tell that story as if you are telling some friends around a dinner table in a, you know, in a casual, comfortable way. Um, and I think, yeah, the th I think the key is just trying to relax and, and tell and, and pitch. Yeah, pitch as a real person, try not to sort of make it into a um, performance because I think that's where you get stressed um, and that's where it gets, becomes nerve-wracking. You are working with some phenomenal people at Eden, Keenan Lonsdale, Samuel Johnson. How did you put all these people together? How did you get in the room with all these people? Tell us about that process. Yeah, so, I mean, the casting process for Eden was really fun because, you know, I think we all just really wanted to do something fresh and new and see see amazing new faces on screen. And, you know, it was it lent itself because there's a strong sort of youth element in the show, it really lent itself to finding new young talent. Um, so we were kind of lucky enough to be one of the first shows to, to you know, showcase the wonderful talents of Sophie Wilde and Bibi Betancourt and, you know, other young actors like Cassandra Sorrell. And, you know, I think that's really exciting when you can kind of put, um, bring forward these new talents and show the world, you know, how, wonderful they are um so that that part was exciting and then obviously getting someone like samuel johnson rachel blake um you know those sort of australian talents that we've seen on screen they're famous you know they're famous australians and their their craft is just so strong and they're you know they're just exceptional actors and to have them both kind of their um, and their experience. There's, I think, a real grounding thing in the show. And I, I just think both of their performances are phenomenal. And I just love them both dearly as actors. Um, and then, of course, we had that the the Cody Ferns and the Keenan Lonsdales, the kind of, you know, these wonderful actors that have made it big in Hollywood and who came back to Australia to, to make the show with us. And, well, I think Keenan was already back. But, um, you know, I think this was one of the first things that he, he did back here. And I think he's gone back to LA now. So it was just really exciting to be able to kind of get those two big powerhouse um, actors that are just, you know, they've got huge followings online and, um, you know, people adore them and they are so good and they're so compelling and, yeah, it was so exciting, you know, the, it was, um, it felt like a coup to get both of those actors and yeah, as an ensemble, I think the whole, the whole thing casting wise is, is really exciting. I mean, you've done a really, really amazing job in creating that series. It is really a super amazing cast and watching the pilot episode, you're like, oh wow, this is really amazing. This is actually really good. This is one of the best oh. things I've seen in Australian television in a long while. Oh, thank you. In watching the pilot episode, you sort of deal with a lot of tough subjects around mental health and that sort of things. In terms of scripting and creating these ideas, what sort of research did you do? What sort of things did you go through in terms of scripting, especially the pilot episode with all these tough subjects? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a really interesting time to be making work and making TV and you've just got to... You've just got to try to do the work, just generally kind of to use that cliched expression that's become a bit of a meme and a joke, but like to do the work really and to um, to interrogate the meaning behind the stories that you're telling. And, you know, I think for me, it's often about tapping into into the truth about myself often and, and trying to be, trying to show a raw perspective on who, or, or yeah, just trying to be honest about who I am as a writer and, and, then sort of take that outwards and, you know, be authentic in the way you're approaching all those characters. And I just think 
yeah, you, you talk to people, you listen to their stories and you try to be as authentic as possible. I guess that's, that's all you can really um, do. And then just hope that it connects with people and that you're being as, you know, finding that line between being sensitive um, and, you know, compassionate and empathetic, but also bold and brave and, and fresh. Oh, 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 o